So that's how I've built a really big business by referral. So the big question is, what are the top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate, grow their teams and add more transactions year over year while so many struggle? If you ever thought about this, you're not alone. No one has been able to get the answers until now. We spent the last few years helping agents sell billions in real estate, rubbing shoulders with top producers, which got us thinking, how can we expose more people to these insights to help raise the standard in the whole real estate industry? We then realized that we could help bridge the gap by getting secrets from the best of the best so that you can succeed. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. I'd love to go into your second topic because people love referrals and they love making money um, as well. So building a business by referrals, let's expand what you mean and how you do it. Yes, sir. So I'm a, I'm a big believer in this and was taught early on. Um, I, I attend uh, the nin, Ninja Installation. Uh, there's a book on that as well. But Larry Kendall, a phenomenal leader in the real estate industry, uh, has a has a training program called Ninja. So if you're interested in that, you should check it out. I travel to it. Phenomenal four day course. I've taken it seven times now, um, and and it really is about building a business and having a life, right? So I know people are uh, hot on the buy leads, you know. And if that's your business model, power to you. It never worked for me. I'm a face to face, in person, build the relationship. Uh, that's for me. So. The 36 million will close this year. Not one of those is an online lead. Not one. Uh, it's all referrals from other agents and then our relationships uh, that wow. we've fostered with yeah. people that know us, like us, trust us. Um, so, you know, I, I have a number of my colleagues and friends here that spend an exorbitant amount on online leads and run phenomenal businesses. So I'm not poo-pooing that. But I prefer to sit down at the table or meet somebody at a house who I'm, they know I'm their agent because so-and-so referred me, right? And the way yeah. I do that, um, I have a lot of stuff systemized um, in, in my world. I uh, subscribe to the Buffini CRM. So Brian Buffini CRM. I'm also coached by Buffini and company. So huge believer in that. Um, and, and really, so we're big, we do pot buys monthly. So that's one of my value propositions to my team. I prepare monthly pot buys, uh, with our executive assistant helps with that. The ideas just do really cute, fun things. And then we drop them off, gives us a chance to talk to clients, stay in front of them. I was actually listening to this this morning, Brian Buffini and, um, Lawrence Yoon, who's the uh, chief economist at National Association of Realtors, just came out with their bold predictions for 2022. If you haven't listened to those, you need to go listen to those because they are always right. And, and that's part of us being the real estate advisors to our customers is knowing what's coming, right? What's happening to the market. Every holiday party I'm going to right now, people want to talk about the market. So I'm just getting all the information I can to you know, give them the most accurate, true information right and they actually said this morning um it's on it's on a podcast if you go you can just google it or go to brian buffini's podcast but lawrence yoon said that 90 percent the statistic for 2021 was 90% of uh clients would use their realtor again so they had a positive experience 90% yet after one year 
28% yeah. can't even remember their name, right? Yep. And so, um, and I can attest to this because every time I meet a client, either on their, you know, they had a bad experience, they're coming to us and, or, you know, they're, uh, why didn't you hire your realtor that sold you the house to sell it? Well, I don't remember their name, you know, I'm like, they're magnets on the fridge, I'm staring at it, you know, <laughs> but, but it's really about, you know, we're in a contact sport, right? This is contact. So how many people are you calling? You know, everybody says lead generation, prospecting, that feels too systematic for me, those that terminology, right? So I just do client care calls. Hey, how you doing? How's the family? I send anniversary cards. My whole team is held accountable to writing two note cards a day. So I have wow. a zillion addresses because I write so many note cards. I have two file cabinets just dedicated to note cards in my office for various occasions. I utilize social media mainly. I don't have a huge presence on social media, but I stock social media, birthdays, anniversaries, who just had a baby, right? So we're just staying in touch with people. So a combination of automatic newsletters that are sent out through Buffini, um, and that's all, you know, value. It's not even half of it's not about real estate. It's great art and science pieces. And um, then we do MailChimp mailers. The other big thing, and this is a ninja practice um, that I've adopted, is doing real estate reviews, right? So ninja teaches that you go to your doctor every year for a checkup, right? You go to your dentist twice a year. You go to your ophthalmologist to have your eyes checked. Are we being real estate professionals in that respect and telling our clients? I had I sat down with a, an attorney client of mine recently and he said, Schaefer, when we bought this house from you eight years ago, we told you we were never moving. Why are you doing this? It's not about you moving. I know you're a businessman yourself. Don't you want to know what your assets are worth? You know, so here's, you know, I know your house. I know the updates you've made because I've stayed in touch with you over the last eight years, invited myself over to see them. Here's what's happening in your neighborhood. And he goes, wow, I, I knew my home had gone up, but I didn't know that much. What do you owe on it, right? And these are quick. Sometimes I do them via Zoom. I always try to do them, you know, stop by their offices 10, 15 minutes. I don't take a lot of their time, but be the real estate professional and advisor. Don't just be transactional. Come back to your people and, and share with them so you can be the trusted advisor that we should be, right? Not just the one and done. We got our check. Thanks. So that's how I've built a really big business by referral. I actually just sold the first house I ever sold in my in my business. Uh, just resold that house. So that was a big milestone in my career to come back <laughs> around nine years later and sell that client's house. And, um, you know, that's really just focusing on building the business by referral. You'll never go you'll never go awry that way because your name will just continue to expand in your market. It, it, I think the the big issue that a lot of people have with the referral side of things is it just takes time, right? Like building a good referral business, like doing a good job. And this is going to touch on your third topic, which I'm, we'll dive into as well. But, I'm not going there yet. But what <laughs> I wanted to, what I wanted to touch on is that, it, t it takes time. So for example, we like what I first thing actually, before I even say that you, the, the terminology I was thinking, you're like old school at scale. This is how I'm defining what you do. Yeah. But it's consistent. It's compounding. I love when you said, 
I invited myself over and showed them how much my value, how much the value of their house has increased. Not like, hey, can I come over? No, you're like, I invited myself over. Let's do this. Shop on your seatbelts. Come on, pony out, baby. Yeah, the note cards and that statistic. We we speak about those statistics quite a lot about they would use them but they don't because they forget and is it within two years or however long they even forget who the broker was they can't even remember which broker they bought through anymore as well and they're kind of scary because yeah if you just keep in touch with a lot of people you will get their their repeat business from them which is what people want and it's like it's not very much effort to send them it's not even the repeat business right because the average person is moving five to seven years yeah i don't i don't hopefully they'll come to me without question friends and family i want everybody they know i want their co-workers i want their and we ask for business all the way through the transaction very strategically to give them permission you have to you have to think about how consumers work right they don't think they don't know how we work you have to teach them and you have to ask for the business throughout the transaction i'm not thinking of, oh, they better use me next time when they go to sell this house I just sold them. I'm thinking about how many people can they send me. And that's back to the mindset piece because I can connect these two. And this is what I teach my brokers. You might grunt like, oh, it's a $150,000 house we're going to write in this market, 20 offers and lose 20 before we get the 21st offer, right? You don't know about their rich uncle that might come around to buy a million point five next summer, right? When they had a great experience with you. So don't focus on that transaction alone. Think about, and this is the manifestation and being intentional about manifesting what that can turn into for you. That's how you multiply Absolutely. it. It is old school. Indeed. So, so then Ashley, I have a question. The reason why I didn't want to go into the next topic yet is because We talk about team, we talk about mindset, we talk about building a business by referrals. How much of your personal time are you spending on your personal production versus your team and your team's production? Like, How do you separate the two things? If you even do, do they intertwine? Because I know everybody listening is like, that's great, but how do I do this? Yeah, that's a great question. So I don't focus on my personal production the way that I used to, meaning, so we supply numbers every single week because your numbers, our numbers are our scorecard, right? And so I'm always shocked just walking around my office and asking teams, where are you guys at this year? What will you do? Everybody has their goals set, but 95% 95% of them's like, I don't know where we're at. I don't know. We're somewhere between here and here. You ask anybody on my team, how many houses they've sold, any of their team members have sold exactly what our production is, how much we have in pending. They know because we bring them a scorecard every single week. So if you're a team leader and you're not furnishing your team, their numbers every week, Ooh. one of the, I'm competitive by nature. I'm a, I'm a a pretty good skier. And so I'm pretty competitive in my ski world. And uh, I, um, you know, I'm competitive. And so if you're on my team, you have to be okay with competition. And those scorecards are friendly competition. I don't focus on my own numbers anymore because of the way I structure my team. So I don't service buyers anymore. 
Um, I'm strictly the sole listing agent on the team. And then the rest of the agents um, are the buyer brokers. And we have compensation and splits that are fair to, to, you know, make everybody content in that structure. And it allows us to kind of focus on our on our specialties. Um, and so the the my numbers, so I would say 50% of my time, because I do still produce. So 50% of my time is focused on my business, my production, uh, my client relations, right? So I time block two hours every morning where I make those calls. I write my note cards, um, writing anniversary cards, uh, send, you know, sending anything specific that a client asked for or market statistics that I know a certain client's interested in. Maybe I talked to at a party last week or something. Um, and so I spend two hours every day, uh, just really honing in on that. If I miss those two hours, cause let's be honest, being structured is ideal, but it's, you can't strive for perfection. You have to strive for, you know, just moving the needle a little bit, 1% each day, right? Compound effect, another great book. So, um, yeah, it is a great book. Um, do, do, you, do, you, so, do you ever feel like you're standing still? Absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, we didn't, let's just get transparent and honest here. My entire team did not sell a house in the month of November. Okay. Not one house in the entire month of November. Well, let's look back 90 days, right? Cause that's what you have to look at. You're not producing right now. What were you doing? 90 oh, days? I, I, I freaking love this. Let's, yeah. let's die. Like, so, so <laughs> we, look, we looked back 90 days. Well, what was happening 90 days ago, we were in the highest producing months we'd ever had. Okay. October was our highest closed month we had ever had in the history of the me as an individual agent or the Schaefer group. So what were we doing? We were in our business. We weren't working on our business and getting prepped for the next 90 days, right? And this is why you have to get so strategic about how you divide your time and where you spend it. Because if you're worried about, you know, negotiating repairs and, uh, you know, the client that calls you 15 times a day and wants to know why their property is not selling or whatever the case may be, you are not focusing in your business and you will feel that 90 days from now. So what we try to do is not have these high peaks and valleys, but slow rolling hills, right? Where we, we really make sure that you're doing the combination. And that was the conversation with the team members. Hey, we didn't produce in November. What happened? We went back 90 days. Everyone was swamped, busy, taking buyers out that couldn't find houses, losing after after off. Everyone's energy was completely drained from those crazy late summer months. And so what do we do for next year? Well, next year I'm coming, you better believe I'm coming in in August and September and bringing them in the office and we will be prospecting together and working in our business in that month. So we don't repeat the cycle. God, that's great. So the highest month to zero in two months. <laughs> happens like that. It happens. I always think, yep. I always remember this saying, I don't drink that much anymore. But one of the things, so when I, I mean, I used to like a bit of a party, I'm not going to lie. And uh, we always used to say, when you go out drinking, you just borrow the happiness from tomorrow. Absolutely. So that's what drinking is. You borrow happiness from tomorrow. So what you did is you took all of November's, <laughs> piled them into October, yep. <laughs> got to yep. November and went, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Exa it's funny that you bring up drinking because we have we talk about that a lot. We have two members on our team that don't drink at all, 
and two of us that, you know, have to keep each other in check. And that's exactly <laughs> what drinking does. Like, I, I like a good party. I am the quintessential party girl. I would, if I could just live on an island and sleep till 10 and stay up till two, I'd be happy as a clam, drink all I want. But, you know, and, and then I, you know, when I find it creeping into my life, I just abstain. And that's where I'm at right now, a month strong. I just take it out of my life completely when it becomes an interference in any way. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. Now, before you go, we're giving access to a private training we did where we revealed the top three niches to get listings today completely for free. So if you want access, you can go and download that training at EliteAgentSecrets.com. We're regularly releasing new trainings, guides, and cheat sheets. So make sure to head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com and sign up so you don't miss out.